This is episode 67 of the Steady Trade Podcast with your host, Tim Bowen. Everybody wants to know how to interpret news, how to interpret press releases. Coca-Cola is named in that press release, right, so yeah. that spreads. And Steven Johnson. If I do it, I've got to do the whole okay, thing. Okay, all right, go for it. All right, can I get a count? Yes. Three, two, one. Today, the guys talk about how to prepare for hot sectors like cannabis stocks. Now, this episode was recorded in front of a live audience at Tim Sykes' Trader and Investor Summit in Orlando, Florida. And yes, the guys did play an audience interactive drinking game. Ducks can't give me this. Gratani can't give me this. They can't give me discipline. Are you serious? Is that one of the words? And Stephen chugged eight beers in 45 minutes, but that didn't stop him from proclaiming riveting declarations like this. And if you just focus on something small and do it when it comes, then you, can't, you can be the master of that. And maybe in 10 years, you'll be the master of the rest. But until you get profitable, just be the master of one thing. And that's me, Jesus' speech. How ironic is it <laughs> that his best monologue, 14 months of this podcast, is six beers deep. <laughs> that was awesome. I mean, give him a hand of And he may or may not have found true love. If I can just find one girl to kiss, then that, that, maybe I'm a little bit drunk. But if I can find one girl to kiss. Oh, yeah. It was a lot of fun to do this live, and we hope you enjoy the recording as well. So, we are going to do a live episode of the Steady Trade Podcast where we've got a few topics to discuss, and then we're going to do a Q&A at the end. But uh, I've been a little busy the last couple of days, so I don't even know what the agenda is, so I, I need to bring up Glenn to give me... I'm a good little soldier, I just follow instructions. So, Glenn, what are we doing today? Hey, everybody. Hi, I, my name is Glenn. I am the producer of the Steady Trade podcast. Sometimes they talk about me, but they never mention me by name, which is just fine. It's all part of that witness protection program. That's right. It is the witness protection. It will be. Uh, so I just want to say a few words before we start today's live recording of the Steady Trade podcast. Um, first of all, um, I want to tell a little story. When I first started working with these guys, I started noticing some things that they would say repeatedly that were, I, I, wouldn't, I, won't say, I won't use the word annoying, but just repetitive. So maybe some of you who listen to the Steady Trade Podcast, well actually, how many of you listen to the Steady Trade Podcast? Can I see? Thanks. Awesome. All right. That's yes. pretty good. That's pretty good. Thank you. Uh, but We've got at least 400 listeners worldwide. <laughs> there are dozens and dozens of people that are so, so Tim would use the word ironic a lot. And not in the right way. <laughs> and so there was an episode early on in the Steady Trade podcast where I inserted a little voice that said, uh, every time Tim says, ironic, take a drink, unless, of course, you're driving. And it cured him. You, don't, you will not hear him say ironic anymore. That did the job. Shame works with me. Yes. Now, now, there's still a few more Bowenisms that I kind of need to burn out of him. And so I'd like to get your help today. Could I get three people to, to raise your hand and volunteer? All right. Uh, you right here. Uh, you in the back in the, in the blue shirt. Yeah, that's pointing to yourself. And somebody over here. Uh, you right there. Yeah, if you could come up. I've got a piece of paper for you. This so is, I didn't want right. to announce this these out surprise, loud right? here. This I'll, I'll just fly, hand right? this to you. And, and share this with the people that are sitting around you. There's about nine things on like here that Tim Bowen. Bowen does all the time that nine? drive me. Yeah, nine. I, nine? I, I limited the list. We don't I was have all day. For one or two. Where, where, where's our other guy in the back? Oh, you're you're over here. All right. So what I what I need you guys to do, we're going to do kind of the same thing that we did with that episode. There's nine things on here. If if you catch. Tim saying you know any of those nine things, I need, I need you to yell, drink! So share it with the people around you so that we've got a lot of people monitoring this. Can I, can I hear you practice it? Drink! Okay, great. And then what's going to happen when we hear drink, Stephen Johnson, who is very fond of the drink, will take a drink. 
I've just got a question. Who wants to see Jeevan get fucked up? <laughs> Can I get a Jeevan get fucked up? Yeah. All right. So that's what we're doing today on the Steady Trade Podcast. And then one other thing. Uh, th- there are also Stephenisms. We're not really going to focus on that today. But if you listen to the podcast, you will know that Stephen is always desperately looking for a girlfriend. If he throws out the bait, please do not accept it. Just... Just let it lie. That's my I'm not going to do now. that. I'm not going to do that. Unless I've had, like, APIs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, take it away, guys. Oh, right. and, and today you're going to be talking about how to take advantage of hot sectors like we're seeing with the cannabis Perfect. stocks okay. right now. Yep. That's yep. the topic. So. Go. All right. So, again, we're going to kind of talk about what we're looking at really tomorrow. This is a little bit of Stevens and my and everybody's preparation for tomorrow and, and why we focus on this, and I, uh, you know, I was in and out a little bit during Crook's presentation, but I like how he, the, what I did catch was very in line with what we're going to talk about today. It's almost ironical. It is almost ironic. Whoa, 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 whoa. You had a drink, though. I, I just said it, too. I repeated it back to you, so. All right, give us a countdown. Can I have a countdown from people? Because this is a big can. Can we go, like, three, two, one. one. You need, look how much he's shaking. He's got the DTs, man. I think you need, you need to pound a few more of those, I think. <laughs> so back to Mark Cook's presentation, something that I really noticed was focusing on the hot sector. I mean, in penny stocks, in low price stocks, there's these seasons. Uh, they actually quite frequently follow the seasons because we've got, you know, you look back to last fall when we had the crypto mania, the blockchain mania. These are the times when you, you know, you got to make hay when the sun shines. And those are the, those are the times, especially with a small account as a beginning trader, you make your nut during those hot periods. Yeah, I, I would totally agree. I mean, I've, I've always been way more short biased. And if we move on to kind of the weed sector right now, like the weed sector is such a struggle for short sellers, for the fact that you really you kind of can't get the borrows. So the only way, uh, the best way for people with small accounts that I've found is to play them on the way up. But it's kind of what's the best strategy, well, what's the best strategy to play these on the way up? And first of all, how do you even identify these sectors? You know, I think that goes back to what, you know, what we talk about, doing that watch list every day. If you're showing up every day, building a watch list, looking at those top percent gainers, this is, I think Crook mentioned this as well, it becomes pretty readily apparent to you when you're looking at the top gainers and it's NBEV. Okay, you go to whether it be Yahoo Finance or Stocks to Trade, you see what industry they're in. Oh, okay. You go to their webpage. They're making cannabis drinks. It starts becoming pretty readily apparent. There's no real mystery to locating a hot sector. You just got to be there every day. Yeah, and, and I mean, one very easy tip is just jump on Twitter and type in the name. And generally, there's a stream of tweets that are going to say, oh, these are all the weed stocks because people like to help each other. But then when you've found that, it's like, like say there's 10, 10 weed stocks, 15 weed stocks. How are you going to find the right one to play on that day? How are you going to take advantage of this sector momentum? That's where I talk about building the case. That's, that's the biggest... Uh, that, that, that must be one. It's got to be one. <laughs> that's got to be on one. I've Drink you, anyway. Drink! I've, I've heard you Drink. say that too many times. Drink! Drink. It's good. Close enough. <sighs> it's been five minutes. We got eight All right, minutes. I was planning on doing four we're in the first five minutes, and I'm going to down two. So. Well, you don't have to down the whole thing. Just dr- take it. No, no, if, I, if I do it, I've got to do the whole okay, thing. Okay, all right, go for it. All right, can I get a count? Yes. Three, two, one. So what I'm, while Stephen drinks, what I'm looking for in a, in a weed sector, you know, in a hot sector, is... Good job, man. What I want, and back to that build the case, and I won't let you drink again, or make you drink again, because I'm repeating myself. I feel a little bit sick. <laughs> what you want to do is, is you look for the stuff that we're all looking for. Obviously, you want something that finishes strong on the day. One of my favorites for tomorrow is ACBFF. I mean, every, I know everybody's pretty hot on IGC as well, but if I remember right, IGC closed kind of shitty on the day. But what I loved about ACBFF is... Um, I don't remember the exact float, but if I remember right, it's pretty low float. Um, it, it held its gain. It gapped up early in the morning, held its gains all day. It was above VWAP all day, and 
why am I so hot on ACBFF? It's because they're the ones that Coke is, you know, they got Coca-Cola was named in the press release. So to me, the market leader was TLRY because TLRY was the one that, you know, Andrew left, good buddy of mine, bagged everybody short on. Um, and then a TLRY went from 100 to 300, back to 100, back to 150. So it's no longer the market leader. To me, ACBFF is because of the fact, you know, everybody wants to know how do you interpret news, how do you interpret press releases. Coca-Cola is named in that press release. Right. So that and, spreads. And this, like Coca-Cola taking an interest in a cannabis-infused drink, which I wouldn't mind one right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think this, this one's cannabis infused. I wouldn't mind one right now if anyone's got any, or, ju or just weed in general. I don't, <laughs> don't know if I'm allowed to say these things. But, um, You're a foreigner. You get, you've got immunity. So. But I would definitely say, like, for what you've described, as you've said, like, the catalyst has got to be solid. But like, if you've gone over like, the psych sliding scale or trader checklist, which we did the whole steady trade series on, like, it is like, so ridiculously important. To, to, to look at the other indicators. So like what stocks have run before? What stocks have like had five green days in a row? Because if they've had five green days in a row on maybe 300, 400, 500,000 volume, I'm slurring words already, 400, 500, 600,000 volume on that day, then imagine it has its first green day a couple of months later on a million volume. Yep. Then you're like, even more people are interested. It's already had the five green days. The sector's hot. It's, it's highly likely that you're going to have that run. Yeah, and, you know, nothing is guaranteed. It doesn't, that doesn't mean your stock out of the 10 cannabis stocks becomes the stock. But the, you want to line up as many things as you can to put the odds in your favor. You ultimately have a stop loss. You have a plan. You put all these things in place. But I just say the biggest thing people struggle with is not building that process and you know you saw that notebook during my presentation i mean that guy filled out sheets over and over and over again yeah. and i look at trades just like trader checklist and that we did um if you're like there's three out of ten criteria on this stock that i like don't fucking trade there you know it's like over trading will burn you every time and, and this was the absolute epicence of a riveting epicence it's the epicence this is the epicence of a riveting. <laughs> yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah, baby. I'm somebody, which one of the isms? I just took over. <laughs> somebody, what, which one of my isms? What do I got to say? Do you make him? No, 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 don't make us drink anymore. What? I'm, I still feel sick. I feel sick. Oh, you're fine. The time if, we want, if we want to do a riveting podcast, <laughs> if it's going to be truly riveting... Then we need to like take it easy, because if I'm like like this, you're you're like you're talking on That's your, the best you're case talking scenario on your own. For me. You're talking yeah. on your own, and then it's just a Tim Bone <laughs> webinar, which is probably better. <laughs> but uh, what were we talking about? You which, tell me. <laughs> I don't really know this. You were stalling. I can tell you were trying to remember here. what you were talking about, and you were stalling. So, um, yeah, I really don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you were talking about what made stuff kind of click for you. So, so if, you, if you've been a wa watcher or listener of the podcast, you know Stephen kind of found consistency. Then he kept dashing himself in the rocks, um, driving his bicycle off the cliff. And you know what? what Let was me, can I repeat this story? Yes. Can I? Can I just take this moment to address seven hundred people here? Because it's not often I'm going to feel like a presidential candidate. <laughs> All right. You are. You're very presidential, by the way. With, yeah. with some beers. <laughs> um, one one really important thing is um, I forgot what I was going to say again. Jesus. No, it was like it was like the most important thing as well. But I'll tell you something else that's quite important. <laughs> right? I forgot. I had, I had like this epic speech planned. Oh, what? no, no, no. I, I remember. We'll wait. We'll wait. Guys, taking losses, we've all took them. We've all took bad losses. We've all not cut the loss that we wanted to. We've all bag held. Whether you're on the short side and you've got caught in the squeeze and you're thinking it can't go higher. It fucking goes higher. <laughs> it right? always does. You think, Yep. It can't go lower. It's a penny stock manipulated. It can go to zero. Like, I just, I'd like to take this moment to really, really, really share an analogy with you guys in the hope that, and many, some, some uh, podcast followers will have heard it, but I'd like to share a story with you about how my $5,000 loss made me feel. And I was, I was profitable last year, and then I, I got overconfident and fucked it up by having too much confidence and taking too much position size. 
And I took a five grand loss, and I didn't just take it in front of me, I took it in front of all of you as well. Yeah. Uh, Which on respect the internet for that. Respect and more. for that, yep. But I just want to say that taking a five grand loss feels something like, like imagine you're riding a bike, all right? It's a BMX. You're, you're in a hilly terrain. The terrain, suddenly your bike slips and you fall into some broken glass, all right? And some of that glass goes into your mouth and you're chewing on that glass, all right? And then you fall off a cliff with broken glass in your mouth, all right, into your house where your wife's f***ing another guy in the room. That's how taking a five grand loss feels, okay? That's how taking a five grand loss feels. So please, cut your f***ing losses. Cut your f***ing losses, okay? So I think I know one one of them, so I, I say this all the time. How How is that? Oh, you do see it all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking hell. But the, I call it the rule of the, the, the rule of five analogy. You know. Hang on a second. I'm gonna. This is gonna be tough. <laughs> I've got faith. G- in give you. us a countdown from five. From five. From five. Because this, I'm, I'm gonna be sick on the table. All right, from three. Three. Rome City IPA. <laughs> so while Stephen recovers, we'll talk about the rule of five. And, you know, it really explains that perfectly because when, I, when you talk about taking losses, taking small losses, you can be, you can, if you lose $100 a day for four days and you make $500 on Friday, you're a 20% winner but you're still green on the week. And that math just never works if you take that $5,000 loss. And you've got to dig yourself back out of that hole. I mean, how long did it take you to get back from the 5K? I don't know. <laughs> long time. No, let us talk about it. I just feel like I'm going to be sick. Um, yeah, I mean, for, like my story was, traded, like for you guys, in my experience, like, You've got Ducks, you've got Gratani, you've got Roland. These guys will nail it in a year because they're just Superman Marvel heroes of the universe, right? <laughs> but for a lot of the average people and for a lot of like, the guys who are just like me and just like you, you're not going to hit it in a year. You may not hit it in two, you may not hit it in three. So you've really, really got to have patience, trust your education, and, and try and track as much as possible and, and just cut your losses. Mm-hmm. So. And I think, you know, there, there's nothing that is more, you know, you've, you've heard Sykes say it a million times, but there's nothing that's more true than that one rule. Yeah. Oh, did I? Oh. You are not serious. I didn't do it on purpose, but you got to drink. That's the rules, man. Sorry. So. All right. I'm going to give a can. Of, can. Can someone take a can for us? Yeah, I got you. Get someone up for a can. Mm-hmm. I'll do the next one. You can sip it. You don't have to chug it. I'll help you. Here's your bark back. Is this an IPA? No. Three, two, one. And for sure, I've got the next one. But if you say something wrong, you're having one of them as well. No, no. I'm supposed to be the, 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 the good example here. So I'm trying to be a positive role model. Uh, he's like the dad I never had. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I, I try. You know, every, every day I try and I fail. But you know what? I keep trying. I, keep, yeah. uh, every, I won't give up on you. My every every time I take a bad train, I'm like, F*** you, dad. <laughs> <laughs> this is your fault for hitting us with a slipper when I was six. <laughs> So that's kind of the main agenda for tomorrow. You know, we're going to be talking about a lot of these stocks, but really when there's a hot sector, that's when you got to bear down. You got to lock yourself in the house and trade these stocks and avoid the slow times. Avoid when there isn't something like this. I mean, most of you, I'm willing to bet the majority of you have a job, you have school, you have businesses, whatever. 
You're not here to trade every single day. That is not the recipe to success. You will get convinced of that. You think that more is better, and you think if I make one trade and make 500, that means if I make 10 trades, I make five grand. You're new, you're learning, you focus on the hot sector, and that is all you trade. Tomorrow, if you're looking at, in my opinion, if you're looking at a biotech or a retail stock or an oil stock, you're foolish. You gotta focus on these cannabis stocks. And can I, the other thing that's just so prominent that came from a, a steady trade interview was when Roland said, I mean, the market was very volatile. It was it gave a lot of opportunities last year. It was, it was really receptive to us retailers. But this year, I find this has been a little bit different. And maybe you felt it, maybe I felt it. But the point that it brings across is when Roland said to me in a steady trade interview, I trade three times a week max. Three times a week. Because the, there's what, no what, great what, opportunities. What, yeah, you know, what, what are you doing trading five, six times? Where are you complaining about being under the PDT when somebody like Roland's trading? Roland's doing three, and he's a pro. Yep. And obviously, when the, when the sectors heat up, when weed hits, we heats up, when the shipping sector heats up, then shoot it like a rifle. Get that AK-47 and fire those bullets at those trades. But, but when the market's quiet, spend your time studying. I mean... Like, like you all, a lot of you guys know my story. My b- biggest discipline is last year. Are you serious? Yeah, sounds good to me. They called you out. What did I say? <laughs> this is insane. No, no, that's the rules, man. You gonna break the rules? That's I, like not cutting a loss, I don't man. Even, well, and I don't do that enough. <laughs> <laughs> you got a drink? All right, three. Get some! And keep in mind, these aren't like, you know, I, I don't know if you should respect them or not, but th- this isn't like bush light with like 1% alcohol. <laughs> these are like 5 6% alcohol. <laughs> but that's, that's, that you get, that's the Englishman thing, right? You know, This is just an average afternoon in England, right? I mean, honestly, I feel a little bit pregnant. <laughs> You look a little pregnant. But I feel yeah. a little bit pregnant. You, your hair's on the bad side, my belly's on the big side. <laughs> but we're both brothers. Yes. I will see you the dad I never had. So, what were... What, yeah, finish your story. Yes, sorry. <laughs> Thank you. What's the story? <laughs> Remind him. What's the story? Okay, that's a really important story as well. If I can get through it. <laughs> and, if I, and if I can get through it, then I'll do like this comedy sketch at the end. I've got some jokes. Okay. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Do you have any good jokes? Can I, nah, I can't say them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But so my process was, and we kind of, we kind of did it in the Star Wars trilogy of, of Steady Trade, was I was like making a lot of, I was making good money and I, I, I was down seven grand learning and I ended up being up a couple of grand. So I made nine grand over eight months. And I really just hit form. The market was good. My setups were working. Um, and then all of a sudden, something changed, and the market changes. And Roland said that in his presentation. Hudson, uh, Michael Hudson said it in his presentation. You've, you've not got to be just looking at like, what a sector is doing. You've got to look at the macro elements. And if you look at Trader Checklist, LX21 covers this as well in his uh, DVD. And that's the mistake I made, which cost me to go from a profitable trader to a losing trader. I was like so caught up in the momentum of, of making all of this money and my patterns working all of the time that when the market changed, I couldn't adapt. Because I was like, this works all the time. Why is it stopped? So I'll just keep on throwing the same system and the same formula and I'm getting completely different results. Instead, I'm getting really red results instead of green. One day I got to, too frustrated and I took a five grand loss. And since I took that five grand loss, I, then I took another five grand loss. And then I went from a profitable trader to a losing trader. And, and then that was really tough, and it was a really, it's been a three to four month really difficult thing to get out of, and the only thing that did it for me was kind of introspection, and I thought, like, how do I make trading fun again? Because I don't like it, because I'm losing. Mm-hmm. So I was like... And, and we've all, we, I've been there, we've been there. I mean, I've, I've thought about quitting, I don't know how many times, yep. But, and there's such a thing of, there's such a thing as like... Working 20 hours a day, working 22 hours a day, study 23 hours a day, do, do everything. But like, I was like working at 9 till 5, trading like 6 till 10, doing videos 12 till 2, 
I was working every hour in the day, and I think what happened with me is I just got so bent out that I started not liking trading. Because I didn't like trading, I was thinking, I just want to win to feel good. And when, when you... Personally. I feel like this is part of my poor parenting. I feel like you're. I feel a, like it's it's, it's daddy issues. I feel like you're a psychiatrist. <laughs> I feel like you guys are me psychiatrists. <laughs> but like, I started trading for the wrong reasons. I started trading because I was sick of trading. I was sick of, not sick of doing the podcast, but sick of the volume of work that I put on myself. So I didn't like trading. So I was thinking, I just want to take any trade and make myself happy. And then when you've got that mentality and you've got that mood, you are not going to be a successful trader. Someone said to me, for all of you guys who are not professional traders, you're not making a lot of money, you guys are account builders. Your sole purpose is to build your account. You're not traders yet. You're not qualified to be traders. Traders take random chances. They do what Roland does and find these random moments. And <laughs> Take your time. And, and traders, like, they'll, they'll kill the market left, right, and center. And there's, there's like 1% or 2% of them in the market. I think all of us, including me, we're account builders. We wait for the sole opportunity when we have the opportunity to build our account one, two, three percent, and we'll build our account. But we're not, we're not jumping here and jumping there and jumping here and trying to learn everything at once because a jack of all trades is a what, trader of one? Master of none. <laughs> is a master of none. That, that was like the epic moment in the whole thing and I ruined it. <laughs> but, but you guys get the point though, like, and, and that's why I always try and give the advice, and I know I'm not a, a winning trader. I know I was profitable and now I'm not, but for any of you guys learning, I strongly, strongly, strongly advocate. Pick, if you're part-time traders, if you've got the morning free, look at the first hour of the day and, and study it over and over and over. And if you're uh, an evening trader, look at what's gapping the next day and look at that time frame over and over and over again because you're never going to be a professional trader that, orders, that understands every hour of the market. You need to start small, focus, narrow in on a single time period and master that because there's too many clever people, institutions, retailers who are going to rape your money from you. And if you just focus on something small and do it when it comes, then you can't, you can't be the master of that. And maybe in 10 years, you'll be the master of the rest. But until you get profitable, just be the master of one thing. And that's me, Jesus speech. How ironic is it? <laughs> that his best monologue, 14 months of this podcast, is six beers deep. <laughs> that was awesome. I mean, give him a hand of applause. Man. You know, so, something we do here, and, and I think is very important, is we've got the veterans. As I see Michael Good's ravishing, flowing locks back there. Michael Good. You know, we've got the veterans, you know, whether it be Sykes with 20 years or, or Good with 15 or me with 10 or Gratani with 8 or, you know, or whatever, um, I appreciate it, man. That, that, that was awesome. I, I think you guys, I mean, to have, you know, you know Stephen had his up and, ups and downs, but he's still, what, 14, 15 months into this journey. He's a new trader, but I, I, I think that was, that was some of the best stuff of the weekend so far, man. Thanks Thank work. you so much, man. I appreciate that. Now let's smoke some weed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So give Stephen another round of applause. I thought that was great. Um, so I was just told about this thing, which I think is pretty uh, cool. Um, so this is actually a microphone. So we're going to do have some fun. We're going to do some Q&A. And um, so basically, I'm going to chuck this to somebody. I guess you could talk into it. You can ask a question. Get Stephen to drink, and then when you're done with your question, chuck it to somebody near I'm, you. I'm probably not going to leave until these three are done. That's fine. We got, we got plenty of time. Okay. So, like, right. I'm, I'm so who like, wants to start? Like Tim Grittani can wait. Whoop. You. All right. Look out. It might not make it. <laughs> Hello. Yep. <laughs> what do you have to say? Oh, you, did you, I thought you had a question. I didn't catch you. Give it to someone with a question. All right. So. What did you volunteer for? <laughs> He's like, hey, I don't know what it is, but I want it. <laughs> did I, is it free? What did I get? So um, you said that you had a $95,000 loss? No. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. So Five. sorry. All right. Dude, um, dude, if I had a $95,000 loss, I wouldn't be alive right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I probably didn't hear why you lost it, but can you please explain again um, what... What was going through your mind when you was losing? 
Uh, absolutely. I mean, what was going through my mind when I was losing, and I, like you explain it quite well as well, there's a, there's a scientific research study where when people consistently win and win and win, what's the name of it? I, I can never remember it. But There's a scientific study with creators that when they consistently win and develop good habits, they develop an ego and arrogance, and I've already got it a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I like that. Or just stop being a Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you, you just want to think that you're better. And you like, when you're winning, like I got to the point where I was having thousand weeks, thousand weeks. And I thought I'd made it. And I thought like, this is me. I'm set for life. Like, did the challenge, got some good information. Did Stocks of Trade Pro, learned a bit. Did a lot of Excel, research myself found the magic formula. And then the next thing I knew, one trade didn't go against us, and I didn't want to cut it because I'm so used to winning. And then it goes a bit further against us, then I leave it for the weekend, and this is such a valuable lesson as well. <laughs> and then I let it go on to Monday, which is Money Monday. Uh, Money Monday when all the longs love to invest the cash. And I got squeezed out horrendously, and I should have took a two grand loss, and I took a five grand loss. Um, and the lesson is, if you're ever down in a short... Uh, two lessons. If you short, like say a stock spikes in the, in the morning, and it, you think, ah, oh, this is a short. If you short it and it goes on to break high of day, longs are buying that high of day break, shorts are covering that high of day break, and you're going to get squeezed like a bitch. Okay, it's going to be like that. You have just saw your husband cheating on you, and you're all punching each other, and you've got glass in your mouth. It's a lesser version of that. It's like a light, it's like a light version of that. Like, like the yogurts. But like, so you've really got to cut those. And, and like, I'm not perfect. I don't do it. That's what makes Roland better than me and Gratani. Like, they can cut them. Right now, I'm learning to cut them. But if you hold that longer and you decide to hold it another day, you can put yourself in a perilous, perilous like, we're talking like Harry Potter versus, who's the guy? Like, Gollum or something? Gollum? That, that's Lord of the Rings, but... I'm mixing tr trilogies. <laughs> but he, make, he makes a great point. Just like I mean, the devil, basically. Yeah, yeah. I you're mean, it, you're you in know, trouble. Especially, I, I know that short selling is attractive to a lot of you, but I mean, if you're not cutting that loser, especially if you're holding another day, I can tell you it never gets better. It never gets better. Never. And especially with weekend holds, this goes for longs or shorts. I mean, never hold a loser over the weekend. Never. It, fu it fucks you up for Monday. Never. never. It screws up your weekend, and it always gets worse. It will always, it's, you know, it will always stop you out and then go, end up going your direction. And you could have just went to cash over the weekend and reattacked on Monday. And gone to Orlando and went to Universal Studios and saw The Simpson right? with not a worry. Exactly. Yep. With not a worry. Next question. Who wants it? Hello, Jeevan. Um, I have a quick question for you. Um, we all know that you are a very hard worker. Um, you do the stadium podcast. You talk to Roland Wolf, Tim Gratani, Tim Bowen. Um, you do all these crazy spreadsheets, which is, takes a lot of time. Um, I would say I think that you lack on discipline today, right? Yeah. Um, what are you doing today to fix your discipline? That Drinking. Drinking. That's it. Hey. Just getting fucked up. <laughs> um, so no, so what are you doing today to fix your discipline that maybe us new traders are going through it, but we don't realize it just yet? So uh, how are you fixing your mistakes today dude, by just talking to Tim Gratani, Roland Wolf, Tim Bowen, and everybody? So... Dude, it's, that is such a brilliant, brilliant question. And, it, and it's, it's very easy to answer. And it's a little bit introspective. Like, I did a year of the challenge. I do Stocks to Trade Pro because of the podcast. But I found that within a year of the challenge, maybe in a few months of Stocks to Trade Pro combined, and with doing the spreadsheets, like, after doing the 10-hour study days, like my shit was down, my strategy was down, my formula was down. I'd, I'd been given the basics to escalate and move forward. But what I hadn't been given and what sometimes people can't give you, and Roland can't give me this, Docs can't give me this, Gratani can't give me this, they can't give me discipline. Are you serious? Is that one of the words? 
All right, but if I don't remember the second half of the story, no, I'll, I'll, I'll it's explain all of your fault. All right, three, go. Ninety-nine bottles of beer on the wall. Ninety-nine bottles of beer. Ninety-eight. I'm not clearing these up. <laughs> That's fine. Yep. What was the other half of the story? Discipline. So you're, you know, ultimately you you, you made a great point that. <laughs> oh, yeah, we'll let him slide on that one. That has to yeah, say yeah, yeah. That, that was too quick. Yep. <laughs> um, you yeah. mentioned that, that Gratani can't give you this, Sykes can't give you this, yeah. I can't give you like, this. Yeah. The guys yeah. on the challenge and on pro, they'll tell you like the formulas. They'll tell you the patterns. They'll tell you how to find the patterns. They'll tell you how to look at data to find the patterns. And trading tickets, Tim Gratani, that was the DVD on Excel that made me learn how to create my own patterns and how to find the, the edge. But once you find the edge, that's 50% of your journey. And the other 50% is half. And you may think that you've got discipline now, but you wait until... <laughs> let him finish his story. Now, finish, finish, finish. Get, let's get one more guy up. Can I have one more guy? No, no, just finish your story. Okay. Ah. Okay. Give him a 3-2-1, and right. then I'm disciplined free after this. I'm mentioning it, because I have to. Three, three two, two, one, go! I, I appreciate the surrogates for Steven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I've done six of them. I'm dead. Well, yeah, I, th- I didn't. I just thought you were drinking. I didn't know we were chugging them. So I would have got you bush lights or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm functioning all. <laughs> but like, no other trader can fix your discipline, and it all comes down to the introspection of sitting down at the computer every morning and thinking, "Why am I trading?" Mm-hmm. So, for example. If you're going through a rough time and you're not feeling very happy or life's not going well and you sit down to trade and you think, I want to make some money to make myself feel better today. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to follow the processes to get the right end result. Um, you, and that, that's what goes back to the account builder phase and not, not being a trader. Like Everyone wants to be a trader because it's super cool and you see Gratani and you see Doc's and like, wow, he's a trader. Isn't he a cool trader? Like, I want to be a trader. But guys, like, we're not that yet. They're that, but we're not that yet. We're account builders, I think. So focus on thinking every morning, why am I sitting in front of my computer, and why am I doing this? I'm doing it to build an account. How am I going to build an account? I think that's a great, and, and a great point that, that Stephen brought up. I, I think it's the first time. Is, that I've ever know, brought up a great point. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But, you know, why are you there each day? I mean, yeah, sure you, sure you want to get rich over time, but I think you've got to show up and say, I want to learn. I want to get a little bit better. I want to make a good trade. I want to end the day making decisions that I said I would make. That's why I rant and rant about the trade plan is sticking to that is what gives me satisfaction at the end of the day, that I did what I said I would do. And, and that's what I think he's talking about. And going back to the original question, so I made a conscious decision that I said, look, I'm here to build my account. And like, I love drinking. I'm drinking right now. And I love drinking and trading. It's like the funnest thing ever. <laughs> and if you haven't done it, I fully recommend it. <laughs> Right. But Keep in mind, <laughs> Stephen and I are not registered financial advisors. But like for me, like I had to come to a decision where I said, if you drink and trade and you don't take it seriously, you're just going to lose. So do you want to be a losing trader that enjoys it? Or do you want to be a trader that takes it seriously and it's less fun, but you're going to make it? Because you've got the knowledge. That's a yep. And I came to the decision which perfectly answers this question of I need to be a trader that is going to have less entertainment and fun, but I'm going to treat it as a profession. And then I thought, well, how am I going to do that? And then I started printing out like 10 rules based on a podcast that's coming out soon. It's like, and the 10 rules are like, one, I will always stick to my plan. In fact, one is I will never drink and trade. (laughs) One is like, I will never drink and trade. And I don't. I've stopped doing it. It sounds like, oh, he's not an alcoholic anymore. <laughs> it's like, it's not on a C. Two uh, is like, I will never flip-flop on a trade. Like, do you know when you go long, so you go short, and then you go long again, and then you've lost 500 bucks? I don't want to do that anymore. That shit's not for me. He hates flip-flops. It's a different story. <laughs> I don't, will not tell us flip-flops, sorry. But like, so I will, I will never, ever, ever um, trade drunk. 
I will never flip-flop on a stock. I will never trade more than a few setups, because if you try and trade more than a few and you've only got a few years in the game and you're not a genius, you're going to lose. Um, I will always try and stick to my plan and I will always take trades that are good risk-reward. So, um, so, and that's another good point. So it's like, if, if support's here and resistance is here, and I'm a short, I, wanna, I thought you were like mimicking. Like, no, my, we're like, we're my ex- neck itch. We're like extending the no, ball. No, no. <laughs> I was like, I will support near the resistance line, so I'm risking 2%. And if it goes down 2%, I'm not taking those profits. Losers do that. Losers take gains too quickly and they let the runners and run too long. And losers take one-to-one risk trades. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm taking 6 to 1 or I'm taking nothing. Yep. Or 3 to 1 or I'm taking nothing. And I have these set rules. And with time, um, and the, the final thing is with discipline, when you guys are traders, you'll learn. He gets amnesty on that one because the question was about discipline. I'm not doing that. <laughs> but, like, with discipline, like, you, a lot of you guys will be like, I've just got shit discipline. Like, I, but what you've got to find is that like, discipline is like, do you know the like, color palettes when you turn the color palettes out and it slowly goes from like, an orange to a green to a yellow and stuff like that? Is that just the worst analogy ever? <laughs> How do you guys get it? <laughs> right, it's a color palette. Go with it. Go with it. All right, you'll find that your discipline will never go from bad to good but it will slowly move around that palette eventually. So all you have to do is, <coughs> if I make 30 mistakes one month, next month I need to make 29. And the next month I need to make 28. Or if I lost five grand this month, I don't want to lose five grand ever again because I'll have to go up leave Dubai. <laughs> but if I, lose, if I lose five grand, like, I don't even want to lose more than 1,000, so I'll lose 1,000. And then I want to lose 500. And then I want to start doing two to one risk rewards where I risk 500 for 1,500. And right now, some of the guys might have taught you through some technicals. I'll tell you my battle with discipline. Uh, I hope you can learn from it, and, um, and I hope it's a good story shared. Yep. Next question. Well, this guy right here. I'm way better at these drunk. Yeah, you're, you're, I think you're pretty much better at everything. All right, so um, we spoke about discipline. Um, I want to know what you do, and you as well, Tim. What do you do when you um, are uh, consistently profitable and you need to humble yourself so that you don't get cocky and make a mistake? Um, you know, I think the biggest thing is, you know, I, I, I'm a big proponent of the daily process and just being repetitive, 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 do the same stuff every day, and... It's, it's, it's cliched, but, um, you know, that, that kind of, when you score a touchdown, act like you've been there before. Exactly. You're here to make money. It's not about being cool. It's not about being a badass. It's not about bragging on Twitter or whatever. This is a, a profession. This is something you are showing up to do, to take seriously, to, to create the life you want. This isn't a game. This isn't being cool. This isn't gunslinging. None of that. And when I make a green trade that follows my plan, that's what I was supposed to do. It's that, that, that's your job. Just like if you file a report at some shit job, I mean, you don't like brag to everybody about filing that report. That's your job. That's what you showed up to do. And I, I don't want to say that trading is like there's a weird conundrum with it trading. It shouldn't be. I should, you should drink every time I interrupt you. But, you know, it shouldn't be. It's not about thrills. <laughs> I've only got one more. I'll do, I'll do it at the end. Stephen talked about that. You know, he was going to the market for thrills. You know, he was busy as hell. He was kind of in a, he was in a dark place. He was a little bummed out. So he's going to the market for thrills. Why, why go to the market for thrills? I go to that market to take some money. That's why I show up every day. So. Just uh, Any other questions? Or can I go to bed? <laughs> oh! I've got Tim Grittani after this. Hi. Yeah. Um, kind of similar to what the gentleman before me asked, but um, some days are better than others. So in those days where it's tougher for you to get up, you're lacking that motivation. Like, what do you do to... Don't trade. You don't trade? No. I mean, if you're sick, you're tired, you've got your kids are a pain in the ass, you know, what, whatever it is, if you can't go in focused with the right mindset, don't trade. Because, you know, it's like Stephen showing up drunk. Bad things happen, okay? And, 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 maybe, and maybe, 
maybe a lot of your days are worse than other days. I mean, we all have different lives. But if you can't be focused, if you're thinking about whatever, you know, your boyfriend being a jerk, your girlfriend being a jerk, you didn't get sleep, you didn't eat, you're hungover like this guy six days a week, you know, you got to be ready and prepared. Or don't trade. Bad stuff happens. There's a, there's a saying that says the market will always give you what you want. Yep. Well said. And if you want to be pissed off and then enter the stock market, you'll get a pissed off result. If you're feeling like really solid and good and you're like, I want to be an account builder, then you'll build an account. And, and you know, you got to be focused. You got to be prepared. You got to be dialed into your process. And if you can't do that, and you can't come in with a good mindset, then, then you shouldn't be trading and you should be working on fixing those things outside of trading that are, that are not putting you in that. So if, you're, yeah. if you're overworked, you're overstressed, whatever that is, focus on fixing those things before yeah. you put thousands of dollars on the line in very volatile stocks because you'll get what you wanted. And, and that's, that's the experience that I've had. Like When I got bent out with work, I was like, I'll just turn to alcohol and it'll make it better. I'll just turn to like not caring about as much as the market. And all I got is bad results. And the minute that I started running, started cutting down work, thinking I don't need to do this, I don't need to do this, I want to put trading a priority here instead of here, that's when the losses came down. That's when the, the months started to switch from red to green. Good question. Thank you. Hi. Uh, I know, Tim, a lot of times uh, you talk about uh, working with stocks that are a little bit higher, like the 5 to 20 range. Uh, what setups do you like there, and what do you see as your edge there? Um, man, you know, especially last couple of years, you know, what I look for, and, and remember, email support at Stocks of Trade, you'll have my, my swing trade worksheet. They'll send that to you in a PDF. But um, just to keep it simple, I'm looking for stocks that are not necessarily in a hot sector, but are in an interesting sector. You know, I think about like AI or, um, you know, not necessarily biotechs because they're so volatile, but um, even blockchain stuff or even the cannabis stuff, but stuff that's like in interesting growing sectors, uh, you know, electric cars, stuff like this, stocks that have had recent good earnings. Now, that could be last quarter. It could be last week, whenever earnings were. You know, remember, earnings winner is a confusing term, but they're at least making money. So I got a $15 stock that's in an interesting sector. They're making money. The stock has been uptrending for a while. It's at or near 52-week highs. And then now, it's money. It's money Monday. It's Tuesday. Stock has some sort of news. That's the type of stock that I look to swing trade over multiple days. Check all of those boxes as you can. Doesn't mean they all work, but AMRN was a great example. AMRN, you know, gapped up 300%, I think, on Monday or Tuesday. But they had good news on their magical fish oil pills. But they were up big, held all week. It's a $17 stock. It was green every day, traded like 150 million shares one day. It's at 52-week highs. Stock holds all day, gaps up every day last week. And then after hours, Friday night, it gapped up like another three bucks. That's exactly. So it went from 13 to like 18 in four days. That's a 50% gain in four days on a stock that isn't some sketchy OTC, you know, I, like IGC that's located in a house with I think, daycare equipment in the front yard. So. I, I, think, I think very good answer. But just what I would add is um, look at Stocks to Trade Pro. Uh, it's an underutilized resource. It's still quite new. I think you'd get a lot of benefit from it. Bowen does an excellent job morning and evening, and you'll really pick up a lot of the swings in the evening. On the 52-week highs. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, it's, it, that's where they are morning. And, and it's night. simple. You're, just, you're running those 52-week scans. You're looking for stocks that add or around 52s, and then you start drilling down through that. News, earnings, interesting sector, et cetera. So. Any others that can I go to bed? One more. Give us one more. We got one more, and then I think, it, I think it's either Gritani or Good next. Oh, Jesus. I've got a special request. I think we'll do that it. sounded bad. I think someone... Um, my question is, for a new trader, how do you use the VWAP? Um, you know, so for me, uh, you know, I don't really care what VWAP is. You know, I know what it is, volume-weighted average price, but it's really just a bullish and a bearish indicator. And I think as a new trader, you look at it late day. Um, you don't really care 
what it's doing early in the morning because, remember, VWAP is the volume at weighted average price across the day. So I love to look at stocks up big on the day. They've held VWAP all day, and then they're trending into the close. Now, vice versa, if you're bearish, um, you know, VWAP is really a bullish bearish indicator. Um, doesn't mean anything. It's all magical gobbledygook. Basically, same stuff between Stephen's ears. But um, we know that traders, we know that algos, I mean, it's on, I mean, I know a lot of day traders out there. I know it's on all their screens, everybody but Sykes, basically. But uh, <laughs> so you know that everybody's staring at it. It becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. So I'm bullish these days. I got all these things hot stock, hot stock tomorrow. If AC, I'll tell you what, if ACBFF is above VWAP, at 2 p.m. tomorrow, and, and there isn't bad news or something, that's a potential buy for sure. So I use it as a, comp, as a con confirming indicator that shows me that this stock is still bullish late day. And I've just got one more selfish request. It's a little bit selfish. And uh, I'm just going to be personal with you guys right now. Oh, no. Just want to tell the truth about some things. Been on this podcast for a while. Been on YouTube for a while. Part of it, as my mission, is just to find the right girl. <laughs> so, if I can just find one girl to kiss, then that, that, maybe I'm a little bit drunk. But if I can find one girl to kiss... I'll do it! Oh, wait. Yeah. I've got it. I've got it. Ready? One, two, three. Oh! <laughs> Oh, my boy's all grown up. I've done it, I've won. <laughs> I've done it, I've won. <laughs> all right, thanks a lot, everyone. I think that's it. You got to chuck that beer to finish. Um, I appreciate it, everyone. Um, I get the show of hands. I love that all of you guys are listening to Steady Trade. We love doing it. Steven and I have a blast. I like the lipstick, man. It looks good on you. Hi, this is Aaron, a.k.a. Double A Ron from New York City, and I like to go outside and find a stray dog, preferably an aggressive breed like a pit bull or a Rottweiler. Then I get real close, stare it down eye to eye until it starts to chase me. Then I run. That's right, I run while listening to Steven and Tim on the Steady Trade Podcast. You can register to win real actual prizes at their website steadytrade.com and if you really like what you hear give the podcast a five star rating and write a glowing review on iTunes I did and this is how we say goodbye in New York City <laughs>